No commercials on this VHS today. <laughs> this is going to be quite the How show. did we do it? How did we do it, bro? No commercials? Oh my god. It's we're just, like, we're just we're, going rogue. We're in the future. We're going rogue, dude. Well, that's why this is an early episode. It's because we break all the rules in this episode. That's right. We give the fans what they want. I don't know if this is what the fans... Uh, <laughs> no, they want this. They want this? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants they this. They want a... What'd you call him? Blackmail? Blackmail is definitely his name. I like that. I don't think he like has that. another name because the only thing he knows how to do is to blackmail somebody and doing what he wants. And it's the worst type of blackmailing whatsoever. He's he pretty not, bad at it. He like, has nothing on anybody. And yeah. <laughs> I'm about to say because watching it, you're like, you know, these are some these are some kind of maybe genius moves people are pulling here, but you know, you could just work you work your way around it. I don't get it. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, you know what? We're going to get to it. Either way, we're going rogue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back again. Another week. Me and Taylor here at the Somebody Save Me podcast. The unofficial, but mostly, uh, no, the official. This, this is the unofficial, but official, but official. <laughs> That's how you have to be able to put it. That's right. The mostly unofficial, but official Smallville podcast. Um, we are here with, uh... Filler Tuesday. Filler Tuesday. <laughs> this is Filler Tuesday. We are here with episode 9 of season 1, Rogue. And we are going rogue, Taylor. Shall we begin? That's what, exactly what we're going to have to do here. We have to start right away. We can't waste any time. It's that, Tuesday. That's right. We got things to do. We got work. Yeah, I don't <laughs> even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Alright, so on opening scene, we have here the Museum Gala, uh, hosted by Luther? It's Luther the Luther Park? Gala, man. Luther Come Gala, on. okay. This is his private collection of his antiques that he has to show <laughs> off. This is an annual thing he does. Yeah, and, and what do we get right here? We get Clark looking at the Alexander the Great body chest plate armor. And, of course, what is it bedazzled in? Do you like the S thing here? Do you, I mean, I just thought it was weird that it was a snake. Because it's... it also makes it seem like that it's not necessarily something good. Yeah, and probably instead, not. instead, you're, you're, you're giving me the symbol, but you're also saying, Taylor, it's a bad symbol. Also, how accurate is that in history? I don't know. I didn't go When I was thinking about it, I was like, there's no way he actually had that. Whenever I watch that Alexander movie with Colin Farrell, it's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> there's, uh, there's a lot of things. Oh, did you watch the director's cut? It's like maybe like three and a half hours long. I don't ever want to watch the director's <laughs> cut. When I first watched the trailer and I saw elephants and killing people, I said, this is me. When I watched it, I said, oh no. Dude, and so, yeah, right here, you obviously see it's bedazzled in red and blue and a little bit of a hue of yellow. Clearly Superman colors. And you have the S. So... Clearly a nod to the armor, and Clark makes a comment, oh, I'll never put something like that on my chest. Isn't it great, though, that the one person that walks up to Clark here is the one who the gala is all about in right. his collection? It's just Lex walking up to a high school guy, where now you have Lana coming into the scene where she's like, oh, hey, Clark. And he's like, oh, hey, Lana, I know you're here. Lex, ha, ha, ha. Why don't I leave you all two alone? And it was funny because Lex made that happen where Lana said, I thought you would know. They both stare at Lex. Lex says, I'll see you later. <laughs> and then, of course, when he's just so uncomfortable in the corner because he's there. By the way, don't you love that he that's his only scene in this entire show? Thank God. This is the only scene. It's because Thank you can only have one douchebag allowed. 
And trust me, this one takes the cake. Do you think Clark's on his way to becoming a douche? No. 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 <laughs> and it's because of Martha. Not Jonathan, but Martha. Yeah. Jonathan, I don't know. And then, of course, we have Lex saying, what are you doing? Why are you leaving? You're leaving. You're not going to confront your enemy? Which, I will say, I kind of enjoyed that, where this is now coming to two different sides, where it's an angel and a devil type thing. Mm -hmm. Two people telling you something different, where it's which shoulder you're going to listen to. It's funny because Lex is now saying, why are you leaving? You need to be able to stand up to your enemy. Clark, he's not my enemy. Leave me alone, old man. <laughs> but Lex has a point. The quicker you realize that Whitney is your enemy, the better. Because, in a way, you're competing for the same girl. Yeah. So if you think of him not as your enemy, you're always going to give in. That's what Lex is trying to make, is that you're always going to give in to him then, and you're That's always going to end up losing. He does make a point. And to even go back, because I even wrote down here, to go back on that armor, he says it used to symbolize strength and courage, but what does the S stand for in Man of Steel? Doesn't it stand for... Hope. Oh, interesting. It stands for hope. That's what they clarify. So yeah, it's supposed to be a winding river, not an S. I thought the S and Man of Steel just meant their houses. That's all I... <laughs> I thought it was like the houses. Like it house. is the house symbol, but of course it's supposed to mean something, dude. Come no, on, bro. No, it's House Targaryen. I thought that's what it meant. I thought that they were the House of the Dragons. Okay, well that's... They took it very literal, okay? <laughs> there is obviously symbolism on Krypton, alright? And so, who do we Whoa. have introduced here? Alright, alright, can we pause it real quick? She's yeah. pretty hot. Alright, man. <laughs> alright, so Victoria now walks into the scene. Victoria Hardwick. I immediately go, okay, Aunt Nell, we're gonna have to push you to the side for the next few episodes. Wait, Aunt Nell who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who are you talking yeah. about? Once Victoria now comes to the scene where there is pretty much nothing that is said between Lex and this chick besides... You want to go have sex. Yep. That's the that man only says, type of communication <laughs> they have here. What does he go? He's like, you want a private tour? And she's like, oh, I've been waiting all night for it. Okay, y'all just went to go have sex. Yeah, and that's all that was. <laughs> that one's good. By the way, I didn't put that in my notes. It's code for sex. Oh, is that what they're calling it that's... nowadays? <laughs> private tours? Well, oh, by the way, I completely forgot to even mention here, doesn't... Uh, Lana make even a slight... I'm sorry, I have to pause it again just real quick. Doesn't Lana make a slight at Nell? I have to go get Nell from the jewelry section. What was that? Yeah, she's like, oh, I gotta I gotta snag Nell before she gets too caught up in the jewelry section. Yeah, like, what was... Probably because Luther's gonna comp it. Yeah, type of shot at Nell <laughs> just being like, oh, cheerleader, she loves jewelry. I hate those things, Clark. I'm so different. God, Nell sucks. What? <laughs> okay. Sucks. Sometimes, Lana, <laughs> you just need to appreciate things. Sometimes, just go get Winnie. You know what? At this point, Tina's right. You don't appreciate <laughs> some of the things you got. Exactly, bro. And so, of course, you got Clark just, yeah, I'll leave you two alone. And then Victoria's just like, oh, want a private tour? I thought you'd never ask. And then he just looks at her like, all right, we're about to go have sex. And so now, where do we come to? We got the villain of the week. We, all right, this... This may be worse than Hothead for me with the villain. Think so. I think with the villain-wise, I would much rather have the coach setting things on fire <laughs> than this piece of crap. All we're watching in the first hit, his introduction is him beating somebody up. And him just going, 
You know why I can do this? Look at this badge! <laughs> this is my badge! Don't you like how they make the Petropolis PD Actually, the, I, the crest? I really love the badge. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you see this? Do anything, get away with the badge. I know. It's just, it's just weird because you're threatening a guy by beating him up, saying you have to do what I right. want because of this badge. I... How is this guy getting away with this right now? What does he have on I mean, you? He's just beating someone. Kind of, I know it's nighttime, but it's like pretty much in broad daylight. You're telling me someone can't see someone in a bush? Joseph, he's outside the gala. <laughs> it's all lit up. <laughs> everything everything would be there. Everybody I mean, would be there. It's a public street. And there are street lights. You would also <laughs> think there would be some type of, what's, well, who pulls up the car? What am I thinking? Why am valet? I yeah, valet. Yeah. You would think that at an event like this. Like, hey, what's valet? going on over there? Yeah, hey, was that somebody? <laughs> hey, we should call the cops. <laughs> And so, yeah, this is introduction into, I forget his first name. Fellman. No, Felon. Oh, or Phelan. 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 It's Phelan. I hate his name so much. And he's already mentioned, like, I, need, I need to get into IA. So, obviously, internal affairs. This guy clearly has something. I don't know what it is. It's something on himself, I feel like, yeah. that he's trying to clear up. It's some type of bad record that he has for beating the crap out of somebody because obviously he has anger issues. Yeah, maybe dropping another engine on another kid. Yeah, that's definitely what he hates. Hey, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> And so, yeah, after that dude's just beating him up. This is he, the worst for me. Can he, <laughs> he notices Clark coming out of the gala, and then all of a sudden, Clark is like, oh, what's going on over there? We see a bus turn around the corner. Joseph. Is this bus driver having a heart attack? No, he doesn't. Because he's okay. <laughs> exactly. So what is he all of a sudden? Like, did and then he, so he loses control. Did he obviously. just eat like a greasy burger or something? Bro, man had, is... He had heartburn. <laughs> he had heartburn. <laughs> because check this out. He runs into the cars on the street. And he's like, oh, I fell over. I fell over again. And so Clark, oh, he's oh a homeless guy and his dog. I would have saved the dog only. Just saying. Why? Because <laughs> the guy's homeless? That's right. That's what we do. We got to get rid of the waste. <laughs> Dogs aren't waste. They're beautiful creatures. Of course they are, but the homeless, get rid of them. And so get this, bro. This is my problem here. What, when you Clark, have problems? When, Clark, when you have the problems, when, I have problems. No, no, no. When Clark gets in front of this bus, yes, this should happen. He basically stops it. He's the man of steel, bro. Okay. Or the boy of, steel, boy of steel right now. But what, in the first episode, he got hit by a car. Yeah. It didn't stop. Hold on. No. Hold on. No. Hold on. But it's also because Clark was not expecting it versus this one. He full on pushed his body forward. So he's putting all of his abilities and weight towards this bus, making it crush in the way it does versus the other route. It wasn't something he was expecting. He didn't have any type of body going forward. Instead, surprise, boom. You, Off bridge. You really think not expecting it is going to make him, I guess, the momentum will push him forward? That, okay, like what we've talked about. I can push over a six foot five guy by running full speed and hitting him You're if he is not paying attention. If he's paying attention, I'm going to I'm gonna fall over every time. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to lose this Fair every point. time. But now, let me tell you, did he not just kill this bus driver okay. when he stood in front of him? Before... <laughs> but, Yes, he did kill the bus driver, and it's funny that there's nobody on the bus, otherwise they would all be dead. It would be actually more interesting if there was blood everywhere on the bus. Oh my god, then invincible? It would have taken such a crazy-ass turn for me. My problem with this, how did Felon see this? Yeah. From um, his point of view, from where they show Clark having to run to the bus, and where Felon was sitting where he was beating the crap in the little bush area... 
There is no way that he would have been able to see Clark do this. He would have seen behind the bus. He would have never seen this view. Okay, I don't think he saw the view, but remember, he remember later on. What is this? Look at his. Look I his know face. that, and he's looking like, oh wow, like. But he, you know, what he's thinking right here is that did this kid really do this? I'm, I'm, I'm blown away, and that's why he has to make sure. In this next scene coming up after the opening, that's why, that's why I think he's questioning it because he's not sure. He's like, wow. He's not questioning. Look at his face. Do you see that smirk? That smirk is I got something. New. No, he's questioning because if he was for sure, he wouldn't drop that engine on him here soon. No, 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 no. This is only so that... Now, we'll get to that engine part. <laughs> but the only reason why I'm disagreeing a tad bit with you is... He only wants to make sure that Clark now knows that he knows. That's why the engine, in my opinion, versus this shot... Dude, he, he shouldn't have known! He just shouldn't have known! Can we also talk about right there where Phelan was... The bus driver, like I said, he should have died in okay. his position. Hold on, but Joseph, what the is bus he, driver's fine. What does he do? He gets up after his heart attack? Yeah, yeah, his heart, heart attack. attack. Someone's going to have to pay for all those vehicles. He's trying to call in sick, bro. <laughs> he was trying to call in sick. He's trying to get workman's cop. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I had a heart attack, and uh, a young man stopped the bus. I think your bus caused this. <laughs> I'm going to have to put in my HR request. Now, this is where, so after the opening theme... We have, of course, Jonathan grunting for the life of him, not really looking like he's putting much effort into it, but also, this is my only complaint, Martha's great, don't get me wrong, chill out, chill out. Why is she not helping him? Why is she not pulling this with him? Are you being serious right now? Are you serious? Are you being serious right now? You tell this me is... she does all the work, right? Why is she not at least helping? You're supposed to be the smarter one out of both of us, and no. yet you don't even understand what's going on. This is another shop class. <laughs> this is Martha now standing to Jonathan's side saying, yes, lift with your knees. <laughs> lift real slow now, Jonathan. Don't pull too hard. Look, he's about to bust a gut. Dude. Exactly, because everybody knows Jonathan is only acting like he's about to <laughs> lift it, and then he hears Clark pull up. Oh, son, Man. can you come and help? Man pulled it up with one hand. Yeah. Dog. Martha was just sitting there going, thank God we have him. Stares mm. at Jonathan. Yep. And then, of course, they're just talking. How was Metropolis? Well, wait, then... wait. Pause, pause, pause for me. This is why I have to pause. Martha last episode was how crazy with leaving Clark alone by himself. Pretty wild. Pretty wild. Where she called him six times for just leaving him overnight for a single night. You're trying to tell me that he's allowed to go to the city of Metropolis by himself to a gala, party it up, and she's now smiling and giggling saying, what time did you get in? The hell type of backwards ass is that? Bro, he's Superman. Yeah, well, now he... Okay. Well, then again, look. Also, also, remember, Aunt Nell and Lana were there. They are neighbors. How would they not know? I'm sure they talk a lot. And, of course, Lex, it's his gala, so he's obviously going for Lex. He's got people around him, bro. That's probably why she's not worried. What are you talking about? Nell and Lana live right next door. That's the same argument I can make about her leaving town. Just tell Nell that he's at home. Look, man. Look. <laughs> It was a much more comfortable position in my point of view. I love Martha. She disappointed me here. <laughs> wow, terrible mom strike one. <laughs> don't let it happen again. Yeah, don't be a Jonathan. Jonathan, we'll get ahead of you. Or will he? But anyways, he's already on the article. We got an article on the newspaper about the bus crash. And now this is just him having to explain that nobody was able to see me. I'm fine. Everything is okay. 
Jonathan is just more concerned with somebody better not have seen He's always you. mad first. And it's here's the problem with Jonathan is that his reactions are so bad where Clark just got done saving somebody in a bus. He's hoping to get the pat on the back that he did the right thing. And what does Jonathan just do? Did somebody see you? And then, of course, Martha has to give him the nudge. Yeah. Like, Martha hey. has to remind you to be a dad. Yeah, he's like, look, son, I'm really proud of what you did. And then, of course, Clark got his little smile. Yeah, Clark has a smile now because now he's happy because he's got his father approval. You know what? Again, my problem with Jonathan is his reactions to his son need to be better. Yep. Hey, no doubt. No it's doubt. Lazy. <laughs> and so after that scene, the barn scene, we have pulling up to a random dude in, what is this, oh, a hospital? Joseph. Or a, a police station? And Joe. we got Phelan rolling up to the dude. Joseph. Opposite cars. What does he blackmail him with? Hey, uh, I know you got a DUI and you lied about it on your application, Renacop. That's what this is about. Yeah. This is about the Renacop now doing something in order so that he could hide his criminal record of having a DUI. Because being a security guard is so important to this man. Oh, this is the museum security guard. That's how he's even able to get these camera pictures. But yeah. This guy's such a weasel, bro. Phelan, oh my god. He, uh, look at him. He's, his smile. He's like, hee-hee-hee-hee-hee, <laughs> like that type of guy. Like, bro. His smile on everything just disturbs me, where I just want, I just want to punch him in the face. Bro. He has the most punchable face in Smallville history. I mean, everyone hates him. I would rather <laughs> Whitney on the show than ever see this man again. I'm with that. Yes, I'm actually with that. That's how bad he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he was uncomfortable, bring another scene with him again. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. So now after that, obviously he blackmail. He's getting security footage of Clark at the gala because he wants information. Now we're back at the mansion. The night Clark, after, or the morning after. The morning after. And my God, Victoria my Hardwick, Lord. bro. Good Lord. I can't even sit still, dude. <laughs> How's Lex just so calm? You know why? It's because he's known each other, and this is all just a game to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Exactly. And, dude, Lex is so smooth, man. I don't understand, bro. Well, but it's because he doesn't trust her, which I actually kind of like that now they're explaining how he knew her when they were young. She is the father of an industrial where it's Sir, Sir Harry. Sir Harry. And they're just kind of going back and forth where... They're just kind of catching up, and Lex is asking how Sir Harry is, but they're pretty much just picking up different tidbits from each other in this scene, where I feel like, once again, it's another game of, let me see who's going to reveal more about the other in this situation. Right, exactly. They're who's going to give in more? They're definitely playing a game with each other. It's a mind game, and also a physical game, I'd say. Well, definitely, but the problem <laughs> with the physical game, she wins. She is going to win every time, and that's where he does become a little bit blind with her because all Lex still thinks about is the business game, but no matter what, no matter what any guy says, she's winning right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. First, I'd like to make a proposal. God. But, yeah, no, this is kind of crazy because this kind of gives touch background on Lex. He used to live yes. in Wales. with like That's how they know each other. Obviously, childhood friends ended up becoming friends with benefits, and it's back at that point again. She's in Smallville, whatever. They're playing this game. Well, it seems like both of them want the same thing in a way. Where, oh, for sure. Yeah, well, we find out, or, I mean, she even kind of hints, but it's more like they both just don't want their parents. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they both just don't. They have both daddy issues. That's why they get along so well. They have daddy issues. They probably cry each other to sleep about it. 
my dad did this to me. My dad did this to me. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right, so after their convo, we I lost my mind on this. It's the same page, Joseph. We're back at the torch, and we see the same article from two weeks ago. And I thought it was longer than that. I thought it was cold. I'm like, bro, update the issues, dog. Why are we still having another love story from Pete? And by the way, we need the audience to pause it on the next scene when they show that torch article because it's the exact same one. It's and the they thought that they could play this off. They got the controversial speech, everything, dude. And... Pete's limo story? Who the hell cares? That was four episodes ago. <laughs> Everyone, every student's so like, like, Pete's had another date by then. Yeah, everyone's making fun of Pete. Like, hey, Pete, don't have a new date yet? <laughs> yeah. Loser. Yeah, Pete, we heard this story. <laughs> Write something new. And so, and of course, oh my goodness. So after the article, look yeah. at this, bro. The way Chloe is just... I, I goggling, googling, whatever you want to call it, just looking at Clark, just totally lost in her feelings. Like, oh my God, I would take my clothes off for you right now, in front of Pete. Man, all right. So, you know how I feel about about Lana. Yeah, we all feel that way. Man, Chloe is playing games with my head, Dude. and I'm not even Clark right She's now. She's giving this... me those uh, those sex me eyes, bro. And it's like a thing where that that's the that's the problem, Chloe here, is that once again I'm gonna go back to how she's so smart because this is like a friendship thing to Clark, but it's also Chloe's now like moving closer and closer where this is the episode where you can truly see she's taking some shots. Oh yeah. And Clark's kind of biting back a little bit here. The He's only, a nibbler. He, he is. He doesn't want to take a whole bite out of the apple. He's just going to peel it a little bit and have some of that skin. Mm. But now, who comes in? Dude, did you see her expression as soon as she talks? Yes! As soon as Lana says Clark, look at this expression. My it God. It drops. Like, it just... And immediately just... Looks uh, down, looks away. Pete's over there. Are they even sitting in the same seat, by the way? And it looked like they were sitting in the same seat. And so, yeah. And so Lana walks in, talking to Clark. Chloe walks away. And now the principal's coming in. Hey, Chloe, why are you doing these articles about all this stuff you can't prove? I just want to say this before you go on with the scene. The principal deserves to die. All right. You know what? You pissed off the coach who was there for 25 years. That's right. Who should have blown you up in at your his, vehicle. At his own sauna box. At his own sauna box. And you try to come into his office and run your mouth. And now, the editor of the paper, who is 14 years old, who has been <laughs> the editor now for seven years, you're going to come into her office and you're going to say, you know what, Miss Sullivan, I don't like your newspaper and you telling conspiracy theories you need to start sticking to facts okay listen Quan. <laughs> is her paper selling is it flying off the shelf because for my opinion if lex luther is looking at her articles while he is at his house the newspaper is doing just fine that is true but look at this i'm gonna make my point here oh i'm gonna make my you're point gonna here. stick up for Quan? it's just the fact is don't you stick up for Quan? chill 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 i don't like him bashing Chloe, okay? I don't like him bashing Chloe, but look at this. A school paper doesn't need to sell. It's all it's always gonna be there. It's literally like an activity for students. It's a class, it's an elective. The torch is more than that. <laughs> and so he makes a solid point saying at least give us school facts 
Sure, have your little random article of conspiracy, but Chloe, of course, is plastering it all over. Did you not see the article we just saw? What's the first thing you see? Conspiracy theories, Smallville, Meteor Rocks, blah, blah, blah. Side story, Pete Ross had a date four weeks ago. <laughs> what, if, what if Chloe was like, you know what, Quan, you're exactly right. Pete, we're cutting your article. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, now that I think about it, Pete, it sounded fake. Can you prove it? <laughs> and then Lana's like, I didn't give him the limo. I didn't give him the limo. Lana starts panicking. That wasn't me. That was not me. Then he starts crying again, like. <laughs> and so, basically, that's it. That's my only point, yeah. Basically, Quan can go to screw himself. Quan go to hell, yeah. dude. He's <laughs> wanting to die. And so, basically, shuts Chloe down, says, hey... Oh, okay, so obviously he's oblivious to this shit. Oh, meteor rocks are harmless. Are you serious, Quan? You just saw the coach try to catch you on fire and blow up your car. He's... And you're just like, the meteors don't do anything. The man was using them in his sauna. How do you think he got the fire abilities? Quan is so oblivious to the real world. This is why I hate Quan. <laughs> and solid. Fair enough, fair enough. And I, I love this. Oh my god. Okay, what just happened? Oh, hey, Mr. Pete Captain Obvious over here. I think you were fired. <laughs> like, not even, it doesn't even sound sad. Like, like empathy at all. Like, I think you were fired. Pete's not even hesitating. I think you were fired, dummy. And then, of course, let me talk to Quan, Lana says. I love Quan's response. You know, not to be mean, but what the hell can you do? She's so rude to Lana. Why wouldn't she be? Chloe was having such a great time with Clark, and here comes a Lana to interrupt my let, moment. Let me tell you something. I know girls, they will tend to act that way, but... That's a real acting it is, way. It is, but also, be more mad at Clark. For what? Are you serious? Listen, you can't be mad at Clark. Yes, you can. You know why? Who has the, who has the relationship? Hmm... Stop coming around a guy who's single. Go to your boyfriend. Yeah, what she go go tell him Whitney? Exactly. Hey, Whitney, go tell him Lana to Whitney. Go talk to Whitney. Whitney looks like he's having a great time at the gala. Why don't you go and hang out with him, Dude, Lana? What if Chloe just all of a sudden like wrapped her arms around Whitney because he was so uncomfortable at the gala. It's like, hey, Lana's over there. Why don't we? Why don't we hang out? I don't like that. I don't want to. No, I don't want to even think of that. Together. If I ever see Chloe and Whitney together, I'm done with the show. Dude. Don't take my Chloe away. <laughs> take me away! <laughs> Alright, so after that, Lon's gonna go talk to Quan. We have the beanery. Dude, I'm, I'm just gonna say this right now. Right now, you know how many times we're at the beanery this episode? I think I counted five or six. It's insane how much coffee everyone is drinking or buying. I don't buy it. A 14-year-old buying this much coffee? Yeah, but here's the thing. All right, I'm going to give... This place doesn't even look that cool. I'm going to give Smallville the excuse. But here's my other issue. But it's small town. I, I Okay, I'm going to get to my issue first, and then I'm going to get to the positives. The issue first, where the hell did that pinball machine come from? First things That's first. True. It yeah. hasn't always been there. Yeah, yeah. when Harry Maybe was there, making they good. had boots there. Yeah. That was not the pinball machine. They had boots. Maybe they're, uh, maybe they're making some good money. Yeah, because so many kids are now coming. My second thing to that point of how many kids are coming, I agree with your overall point. However, man, I look at it as just as the hangout spot, where if the kids even go and just buy a cookie or something mm -hmm. or a soda, they're going to go to hang out there because everybody is there. So it's 
it's the thing you can do as you're a kid because you're not old enough to go to a bar. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And it's a small town. It's yeah. Small town. You only have you're you're very this limited. This is probably the best hangout spot. Yeah, you're <laughs> very <laughs> limited on your hangout spot. Unless you go to the drive-in at the camp farm. You will. <laughs> the drive-in does not exist unless your name is Lana Lang. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. a private, private drive. Pass the popcorn, bitch. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna have to reach for it. <laughs> reach for it. Okay, we're not doing that. All right, all right. All right. I, I stepped too far. Sorry, sorry. So this is a very funny part. Watch this. Watch this. So they're talking like, oh, is it Mr. Luther here in Smallville? Phelan's here. Blah blah. blah. Where's his coffee mug come from? Oh my god, pauses. We have to do another pause. Look, he's just he's standing there. Oh, yeah. He's standing What's next up, to the pinball. What's up, Luther? Show slacks. And then he's having a coffee mug. Magic, magic coffee mug. The beanery is something else, dude. They got magic coffee mugs. No wonder it's so popular. So basically, Phelan is like, he knew Lex would be here. So he's obviously trying to get Lex some, uh, to get reveal some information about his friend Clark. And Lex, of course, being the bro, says, We're enough for friends. I don't know who you're talking about. What I love, though, is that it now shows you that Phelan knows Lex. Oh, yeah. Where they're going back and forth, where Phelan is now revealing some of Lex's past of, oh, you had your fair share of troubles. Lex is now explaining, listen, Phelan, I know who you are. My father used you. He would use you to be able to pay off the incidents that occurred. You have nothing on me. What I love, though, is that Phelan then threatens Lex, saying, I'm going to reveal some things. Lex's response is, Phelan, no, you don't have any, you can't touch me. Phelan then goes, well, let me show you some pictures. He did not acknowledge what Lex just said there. He immediately said, look at my pictures, because he knew Lex was right. This guy. He's the worst. His name is Blackmail. He is the That's worst. Right. Good name. Dude, he That's is. a solid name. He does it in every scene. The opening scene is like Blackmail. There's no blackmail from this man. <laughs> no... And his scene with Lex, he tries to blackmail. And it makes no sense because really he has nothing. He has nothing on Lex. Nothing. Where he, Lex, again, if your father paid you, if his mm -hmm. father paid you to make those things disappear, what do you think you're going to be able to get? I don't know. He has a pretty dumb name, too. Phelan. Well, Phelan. That's why they should... I, I really labeled him as blackmail in my notes. That's a good one. Because also, he's wearing this jacket, like, the whole time. The so whole black, time. Black, blackmail. I love it. And then, it's like, oh, sorry, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I mean, that works. The guy is 14. The guy's 14 years he, old. He's a 14-year-old kid. That could easily work, like... Okay, I guess I guess you don't know him. Lex, sorry. What I love, though, is that Lex blatantly says, you're losing your touch. Phelan then says, damn it, I lost it. So we now show to the bar scene where... Uh, I'm sorry, barn scene. I think I said bar. Farm, barn, Barn, whatever. whatever. But we're now on this scene. Joseph, Lex didn't give him anything. How did he find out where little Clark was? I have no idea. I really don't, because I was questioning that same thing. Like, so... I mean, obviously, he has to somehow find a source, but I don't like that assumption. I, I'd, yeah. rather, I'd rather see that someone gave some type of information. And the fact of the matter is, he truly even gives the excuse, Oh, it's a small town, everybody talk. No, somebody would question you asking, why are you wanting to know Clark? I mean, I will, I will make the point, though. I mean, if you were to really go around the town and show that picture of them, they would obviously know Lex, but the small town people, they'd be like, Oh, yeah, that's the Kent boy. They would say that's the Kemp boy. However, how are you just asking random folks who this guy is and nobody is questioning? Have you seen this man? What? 
And so, in this barn scene... He tries to kill him. He tries to kill a kid, Joseph. He attempted murder. So, he sets it up to where he drops his badge on the floor. And leaves it there so Clark is set up to go, obviously, stop and pick it up. And, obviously... This whole thing is weird because then an engine drops on Clark and he just tosses it away like it's a book. And so Phelan's like, oh, that was pretty impressive. Just had to make sure. <laughs> Phelan has no camera. He has nothing to prove what Clark just did. He has absolutely nothing, nothing to go off of all... except, look what I just saw. Didn't he already see the bus scene? He's gonna according... go... Yeah, he's going to go back to the town like, you, you'll have no idea what I just saw. This guy stopped a bus last night and tossed an engine. And you know what I'd do if I was Clark? I would grab a piece of kryptonite and then I would say, like, just stab myself or something just to be like, look how weak I am. Yeah, drop the engine on me again. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, do it. Do it. I'm ready. He's like, ah. I don't want to kill him. I'm just saying this. <laughs> no, right on my head. You got it. <laughs> I swear, Phelan's going to look so stupid. <laughs> my question to you before we continue. Has Phelan done this before with a kid? <sighs> I would not doubt it, because you know he's the king of cover-ups. Well, and his name is Blackmail, where all he does is hold things against people. He's so confident to do this to a 14-year-old boy, you would think that he has done this to several children. Yeah, I'm almost positive he's done this to at least another person. Yeah, he should be banned for being 100 <laughs> yards from any type of school ever. And how is he actually a cop? This is the dirtiest cop I've ever seen in my life. Well... What we kind of get to later on, more than anything, is we kind of figure out that Phelan is a dirty cop. Even though we already touched on that with Lex revealing about what his father paying him. I don't understand how Phelan has any leverage on anything. He sucks at his job. Well, it's also going to your point. Dude, he's a dirty cop. Everybody would know he's a dirty cop. Who would ever take his word as valid? And what I love in this scene more than anything is that Phelan... Oh my god, you want to talk about something that just pisses me <laughs> off. The hand on the shoulder. Hey, yeah, don't worry, buddy. And then Clark grabs, bro, I would have shattered his hand. Oh, dude. I would have shattered his hand. His wrist is gone, It's bro. this easy. I didn't kill him. I'm going to send a message, though. Don't ever touch me again. Bro, I would literally shatter your legs. Oh. I could flick them and you would fly. Phelan is a good villain in the sense of he makes me hate him so freaking much that, oh, So, Clark. if anything, the actor's doing a good job. He's doing a great He's job a great with the job. role because, <laughs> oh, my God, I want Clark to shatter you. <laughs> Boy, do I hate you. Yeah, so, obviously, he's basically blackmailing Clark. Oh, he's like, oh, good grip there, son. I hate, oh my god. And so, you have a secret you don't want the know world to know about. Yeah, no one knows it, not even you. You have no idea. Where's the camera? <laughs> you don't have anything. Even Chloe would have a camera right now, you moron. But I will say, as a 14-year-old kid, yeah, he should think logically, but he is 14, so he's obviously a little dumb. We have talked about Clark being a little dumb, so he's like, oh my god, I'm so scared. Like, he's actually a little nervous, like, oh, maybe he has more on me. Maybe he assumes he has more on him. Maybe he's up. Maybe he does. I just wouldn't be able to buy into anything with Felon. And it's because, even with Clark, Clark does his research later on that we find out where even there are articles written about this guy that are saying how crooked of a cop he is. Mm -hmm. That's my issue with him. I wish Felon put more of a good guy persona in front of others. I wish he was more of the... That would make you like hate a, him. Like, like a double agent type thing, like going rogue. Exactly. <laughs> but even more, because even in real life, how in the world is you, 
You can't believe this man. Nobody would ever buy him. And so, yeah, he blackmails Clark. Yeah, Yo, you'll do as I say if you want this secret to be kept a secret. And so he's like, oh, okay, whatever. Clark so goes he, and cries. He goes and cries to Mama and Papa. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Kent, Mr. Papa, what happened? Pa, he knows about me. Pa. Now Jonathan is pissed. And then John's like, damn it, Clark. We talked about this. Why would you catch an engine? Maybe you shouldn't have saved that old man in the bus. Maybe if you were using your head, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. But I actually do love Jonathan's response here. Because what Jonathan is just upset with is that somebody is trying to F with his child. Yeah. I actually do like Jonathan's response. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation here. Mm -hmm. uh, you are not going to talk to him. I am going to talk to him. I do like Jonathan's response here because this is the first time where Martha's not needing to nudge his ass. He's being a father. Yeah, he's like, we're not going to let this change us. Go hang out, live your life, be with your friends. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the situation. It, I hate this guy. I haven't even met him. I hate him already. Joseph. Are you ready for the moonlight scene? Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> this moon scene is absolutely terrible. That is a wallpaper. He is, <laughs> is staring a at a wallpaper of a giant moon where it looks like you could just reach up and rip the wallpaper I down. I literally put in my notes, moon looked dumb as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's because what is this? And now you have Clark just leaning it up against the bar and just saying, oh, what a moon. What do I do with space like this? Yeah, and I love Lex's comment as he comes in here. Hold on, hold on. It's, uh, That's unannounced. It's unannounced. Also, was Phelan not Phelan unannounced? Phelan is unannounced, too. So we, we got, have two unannounced, so we lot, need to mark them down. There's a lot in there. There's we're, a lot in here. We're going to mark them down. Don't worry. We're going to keep going. By the way, though, uh, this is also kind of like the fun fact of the episode. You know what I'm disappointed with? What do you think I'm disappointed with, Joseph? Are you talking about the unannounced visits? No. What do we usually mark down? Uh, Kryptonite? What can't we mark down this episode? We can't mark down a kryptonite. Man. We don't have a villain. So that's actually a good point. You bring that up because when I looked up just research about the episode, mm -hmm. this was their first episode to where they started leaning more towards uh, a larger mythology with the show and the story instead of doing a kind of freak of the week type thing. So this is our first time where we have just like a normal villain, no powers, nothing. It's just a cop. And that's what it says they started leaning to more of a larger mythology. Because you even get signs of it in the next episode as well, after this. Phelan is a larger mythology? Not him, necessarily. Okay, Phelan is a larger mythology? It's what you just said. You know what? If that was their reasoning on why Phelan was... Oh, my God. Oh you my think God. his name, Phelan, is supposed to resemble Phelan? It's Phelan. I'm calling him Phelan. Is he a blackmail or Phelan? And I like Lex's comment as he comes into the barn unannounced. Unannounced. You look like you're carrying the weight of the world, because technically he could. Superman could. Man, these pat like these next few here, I love just Lex and Clark's type of interaction with each other. Dude, they're brothers, bro. Exactly. The bonding between them is fantastic. I love that Lex then looks at the telescope. Clark then has a panic look on his face. You know why? He's like, oh. It's staring, it's staring at Lana's <laughs> He's like, oh, Whitney. What are you doing there? He has to be the dumbest kid. He's either dumb or high all the time because, bro, how are you going to look at your telescope all the time and leave it 
on Lana's house. <laughs> he always leaves it on Lana's house, no matter who's even when Lana shows up, it's on Lana's house. I even love what was it, first or second episode, Lana's like, Hey, you know you can see my house from here. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I know. Clark's a freak. Anyway, so Lex is basically telling Clark about Phelan because he knows of him. Well, he knows that since uh, he's investigating Clark, mm -hmm. now Lex is wondering why. And so Lex kind of... Sam Phelan, that's his name. I'm not doing this. Sam. I'm not calling him Sam. Sam I am. His name is Blackmail <laughs> Phelan. I, I, you need to understand this. But Lex is now explaining to Clark how he's not a good guy. He looked into the case about how Phelan says that he's looking up the bus scene. Mm -hmm. That case was closed. So there was no point for him to be looking in on it. Clark, you need to be able to stay away from a guy like this because he's not what you're expecting. That's true. And he does say anything is fair game. Be careful what you do. I'm telling you, nothing to worry about if really you're good. But obviously, Clark is thinking, oh, he knows my secret. But Lex doesn't know his secret. So, of course, he's not going to reveal that. So really, The thinks... thing is, though, Lex is already questioning it because Lex knows that Phil... I'm just, I'm just going to keep calling him Phil. I don't even care. That he always has, again, blackmail. He always has something on somebody. Mm -hmm. So now it's Lex already beginning to question. I, I think this was kind of an introduction to Lex to see if Clark and Felon have already communicated back and forth. So Lex is already trying to get a read if he does have something on Clark. Right. That's why I think Lex really did show up. It wasn't necessarily... Again, it's always an it's alternative. Always, it's a ploy, dude. There's always a scheme with Lex. It because was checking on him, but also checking on something for himself. Honestly, true mastermind. He's, yeah, he's wonderful it's great. That. Because really, you forget about it until really when the episode goes further. You yes. see, oh, okay, Lex. So after their barn scene, they we come to the beanery once again, second time. And <laughs> we have Jonathan showing up here instead of Clark to meet with Phelan. And, Clark, of course, John being the daddy is like, I'm sorry, uh, I'm not going to shake your hand. You're threatening my son. What do you want? What the hell? I will throw hands with you right now. I hate Phelan's response. Hee hee hee, take a seat. Yeah. Just take a seat. Come on, Jonathan. I have dirt on your son. <laughs> Come on, I know you want to be a good dad. <laughs> and so, I will say though, Jonathan, he's great Like from that other other conversation earlier, but my God, he's the worst negotiator here. Jonathan shows why Mar okay, that's what we talked about. Why did about we bring both parents? Well, we talked about last episode how Jonathan was not the rich guy. Martha chose him because she's like, oh, I will love you forever. He was the motorcycle guy. Right. Obviously, Jonathan only knows how to fix a bike or to fix <laughs> something. He doesn't know how to negotiate. This is where somebody should have made a call to Lex. Mm-hmm. That's true. And oh, so, dude. how is Lex not taking care of the situation at I this point? If I was Clark, I would have been like, can you, I know he doesn't have anything on me, but can you just get him off my back, Just please? get him off my back, Lex, please. And he would so quick. Lex would do it in five seconds. Or more. would he? Would he want to maybe see what Phelan's playing with Clark so he can find out information? No matter what, though, if Clark asks Lex to do something like that, and I'll put it to this way, Lex would try to get something out of it. However, if Clark then saw Phelan again then Lex would look like a bad friend. So no matter what, I think it would have gotten rid of him. You're probably right. No, I think you're right on that one. And then so, in this combo, of course, Sam, or Blackmail, is telling Blackmail. Jonathan, Blackmail. look, I just want to use your son. He has talents. He has gifts. I know about it. I want to use him to further my cause. And, of course, Jonathan's like, Stay away from my family. I'll give you whatever I want. Just stay away from my family. He's like, I want your son. 
weirdo. Yeah, it's a 14-year-old <laughs> child. You dropped an engine. You claim you want him. I'm nervous. <laughs> you blackmail a guy with a DUI. <laughs> yeah, DUI also is driving under the influence. So that means that only furthers our theory, Smallville's high. Oh. Smallville's high, bro. But then again, we were in Metropolis at that time. Maybe they're cross-contaminating. They're doing... Either way, the DUI is not big enough for him to be able to have pictures. <sighs> I needed something else more. For the security guard... Hey, I'm sorry to go back to that. Security guard needed to have more on him for him to hand over pictures. Yeah, it was it was a stupid blackmail. Probably the worst one. But... And then, of course, Sam gets freakishly close to Jonathan. Ugh. Best case, clucks under a microscope. Gonna become a freak in a jar if you don't do what I say. Jonathan gets his fucking farm hands. Alright. About to throw some bows, dude. Like I have a problem. I have a problem with this scene. Why? Jonathan turns into a bitch. What are you talking about? He's a man right here. But instead of caring about what other people are looking at, Jonathan should have given him one of the face. Just one of the face to send a clear message to stay away from my family. Because here's the other side of this. Everybody knows who Jonathan is. And how Jonathan is a good man in this town. Nobody knows who this piece of crap is. What if Jonathan just screamed out in the coffee shop, he is wanting to touch my son? What happens if he does that? Remember, he's a cop. It's he... also assault. It's assault. His reputation as a cop is garbage. But he's Who still a is cop. going to take his side? Oh, I'm sorry. Does uh, Jonathan not have the Luthers on speed dial? The pl I mean, yes, but he doesn't like the Luthers, bro. You think he's going to go telling me right now? Jonathan goes to jail for the assault he did on purpose. He's going to want to call up a Luther? Take a shot in the face! <laughs> <laughs> and so basically, John wusses out, doesn't want to punch him. Obviously, probably catch an assault case. And so, no. Phelan leaves. Deal with it, bro. John was smart there. I hate John was smart. Jonathan needed more. Be a man! And so... But this is what I mean. Look at this. The scene... Excessive force alleged. Yes, the scene now opens up after our commercial break. See now opens up with Clark looking at articles regarding blackmail mm -hmm. because they're all shitty articles because he's such a terrible person. And of course, what do we have? The Daily Planet archives. Yeah, I knew. That I love nice. that. I love nice that. Time. So Clark's looking at the Daily Planet archives about failing the cop and all his stupid articles. Chloe walks in. Have you heard anything about Quan and Lana? And Clark's like, no, I haven't. All right. I haven't heard anything. Full disclosure for everybody. This is the best scene in the entire episode. Oh my so I'm going to let you go. All right. And so Clark's saying, I'm sure it'll work out. Lana finally walks in. She says, hey, so it went pretty interesting. Um, bottom line, you know, let me know what it is. And so Lana's like, okay, so we're going to reinstate the torch day after tomorrow. But Quan made me the new editor. <laughs> Like Chloe's like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Alright, so hold on. Before you go on, Chloe's right. Chloe's right with her reaction here because here's the thing about this whole situation that everybody has to grasp. Lana already has the boy that she likes attention. Mm -hmm. Lana already has the attention of the entire school of being the popular girl. Lana's the cheerleader. Lana's always trying to get into extracurricular activities. Lana has the perfect boyfriend. Why can't Chloe have something? 
and that... it's really a lot of emotions built up and it's it's pent up i think and yeah i like that point it's i like that point i mean she had you have to be able to give her something so the fact that you're coming in granted i agree that lana actually was trying to do the best thing mm -hmm. i think kwan is the piece of crap he is yeah, yeah. he's the one at fault Kwan's, here. yeah and by the way what kwan did try to turn the two girls against him what an asshole it worked congratulations you should have blown <laughs> up in your car and yeah and so and to your point too it's not even a matter of she needs something this was something she did have it this, was her baby this was her. it was ripped away from her and this was something that it should not have been ripped away because going back to what we even mentioned sure there were conspiracy theories but this wasn't a, something that she should have lost her job over and dude as soon as she says he made me the new editor clark's like oh by the way by the way clark is a moron <laughs> Here is why. Clark, shut up. Just shut the hell up. What, yeah, we he, have, he made it so much worse. What are you doing in this and scene so, right now? Why are you going to say anything to either side of the girls? This is... I'm going to put my... This is so stupid. Mm -hmm. This may be one of the dumbest things I've ever seen Clark pull in the show. What are you doing? You're going to catch fire. Dude, they're 14. What are you doing? <laughs> you know how many hormones are going through? Bro, what are you even thinking? And so, yeah, and then Chloe just trips out, obviously, for good reason. And she's saying, oh, so cheerleading's not enough, enough Lana? And Lana's just like, it's the only way they'd read open the paper. I'm sorry. I, and then Clark's like, I'm sure I, 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 I'm sure it's cool. Like, wait, come on, you know, cut, cut Lana some slack. It's not a bad idea. And then Lana has the wonderful response. I knew that you would take her no, side. No, Chloe has Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Response. Chloe has the best response. Clark, I knew that you would take her side. Clark, I'm not taking anyone's sides. Yeah, right, Clark. You're completely objective, all things Lana. Boom, burn, drop the mic. Get out of the damn room, and she Clark. Did, but with tears. No, Clark needs to leave the room. Why did Clark even open his mouth? Dude. Look, but yeah. No, please, Clark, stay. Stay, Clark. Now Why are you leaving? Now Clark wants to leave? So after Chloe, it says you can't be any type of objective when it comes to Lana. Chloe goes, you know what? I'm going to get out of here. Chloe, no, no, sir. No, Clark, stay. Take my seat. <laughs> I love it. It is such a burn, such well acted. This is exactly how she should have responded. It, it, you feel the emotions in this one, bro. Dude. And, like, you feel the awkwardness from Lana. You feel how dumb Clark is. But you feel the emotions and the rage of Chloe, and I love it. No wonder Chloe was able to convince little girls to be branded. <laughs> High five! <laughs> and so, yeah. So, you know what the weirdest part is? Which kind of is very sad. I thought you were my friend for a second. Wow. She said that to Lana. And I was like, you know what? I kind of thought that too, Chloe. That was that was a really solid. I just want to go hold Chloe's hand, dude. I'm just like, man, I'm sorry, bro. Lana's supposed to be and, and is. Where, where are we? Where, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay, where are you okay, going? Okay, okay, okay. Lana's supposed to be and is that good person. Saying something like that will cut her to the core. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so, of course, next scene after the torch. Where are we again? Explain this to me, Joseph. Beanery. Explain this. To Beanery. Me. Third time. <laughs> third time. Outside of it this time. But uh, Phelan pulls up. Is this unannounced? No, this doesn't count. It's only barn unannounced. It's only my Kent farm that's unannounced. Right. You're not taking any unannounced huh? visits when you're walking down the street. <laughs> A public street. <laughs> and so Phelan pulls up like Clark. Also, 
he, oh, everybody Clark, would see this. Clark is gonna ignore him, so my best move, my strat, is to pull up and hit these trash cans in front of him. You're telling me, bro, I would flip this car over. I would flip this car over. Wouldn't Clark, in all honesty, wouldn't Clark just have to uh, say, you know what, Felon, you're exactly right, and then lean into the car and push his finger through the key, and just, that's all he has to do is just push the finger through to just break the entire steering wheel where there's nothing he could possibly do? Bro, I would literally walk to the front that's of the hood, just smash it real quick, and then boom, your car's dead, bro. Well, and even if Clark wants to be sneaky about it, just pop the hood real quick and then grab something out of there and then walk away. That's all Clark would have to do in this scene. And except Joseph, what the hell does he do? Oh, he gets in the car. He gets in the shitty ass car. Why are you, why are you the way that you are? Stop believing in lesser people taking advantage of you, Clark. It's time to shatter some skulls. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why he's not more aggressive with him. But anyways, he basically convinces him. Clark in the car. After that, we cut to Lex and Victoria. Having a nice little Asian cuisine dinner. That dress. Oh, dude. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're basically talking about, hey, you know, I'm plotting. And Lex knows the game she's playing. He reveals her moves. But he offers a proposal why don't we just take both our dads out? Well, it, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting thing that goes on here between the scenes because it's now Lex figuring out, like, I knew exactly what you were doing the entire time. Like, your father has nothing to do with this. This is all you yeah. trying to gain control of LexCorp so then you could show your father, look, look what I can do without you. This is where I should be running the business as well. Mm -hmm. Lex is just coming to the conclusion, though, let's just do it right away. Let's yeah. just take both fathers down, and let's just have it together. It's interesting because Victoria's winning. I get Lexus saying, oh, I know what she's doing. Yeah. I know she's playing a game. <laughs> when she's wearing a dress like that, you are losing the game That's because true. you are pretty much agreeing to everything she wants to do, plus giving her more. Mm -hmm. So you're, you, she told you her plan, and you said, okay. Wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> wait, 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 what? Wait, oh, okay, you got me. Anyways, after that little convo, we pull up to this apartment building. I think it's an apartment building, right? We Our are going building? down a dirt road where somehow the apartment building is so freaking nice on the inside, so up to date, but yet it's pulled up on a back dirt road here. Sounds like San Marcos. That's exactly <laughs> Where now, Felon is telling Clark, listen, you need to go upstairs. There's some files that I need you to grab. This is the director's house. You're going to go up there. You're going to get them. Director Clark. of the Eternal Affairs. Clark, oh, are they files on you? Of course they are, Clark. Get your ass up there already. I'm not going to hurt anyone, dude. You're just retrieving some files, He man. just threw, like, a little fit. You're not going to hurt anybody, are you? All right, I'm not going to lie, man. Okay, so with this whole thing, very stupid, how he makes, he even convinces Clark to do this. But Clark, of course, goes up there and does it. So is it not, at least for me, on my end, I thought it was a genius move Clark was doing. He literally throws the safe out of the window. Before you get to that, before you get to that, I just have to acknowledge this. Clark's x-ray vision has just pissed me off to my core. 
So, Fallon was in his barn where Clark said that he heard noise. Sorry to go back to this scene. I'm just going to go to this real quick. He's in his barn where Clark didn't use his x-ray vision after he heard noises and asked if anybody's there. Because why would you use your x-ray vision? It's not like you have it or anything. So, he would have been able to see Fallon to kind of end that whole engine crap scene. And then Clark uses his x-ray vision when going up the stairs to this fancy-ass apartment to be able to find out where the safe is. His ex- I He's 14, Taylor. I don't know what else to do except saying, we could solve a lot of problems if you were to do the x-ray sooner. Hey, look, man. I mean, what, what really is the x-ray going to do uh, in the barn scene? The it, barn scene, he would have been able to see a guy that's just crouching down on his shoulder. <laughs> like looking above a haystack. <laughs> oh, what is he doing? But like, yeah, that's what he would have been able to see. I mean, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah, so we're in this nice apartment. He finds the safe. I think it's a genius move. I like Clark. the idea, too, to your, going uh, back to your point. Yeah. I like what Clark does. I love what Clark does here. I was like, you're a genius. And I love his little smirky smile up at the top when he's looking. He's like, Phelan. He's just smiling. I was like, oh, Clark, this might have been your most genius move yet. He, so he throws the whole safe on him, speeds down there, gives him the files. He already called the cops. Alright, so the only thing I don't like about this plan is, aren't there cameras in the building or something? Wouldn't they have seen them? Wouldn't there be something in that type of fancy-ass building if they were really protecting that type of protected files that something would be in there to show that Clark In the hallway, at least. Yeah, something would be able to show that he was ripping out the goddamn safe. Mm -hmm. That is my issue. So I agree, it's a nice move, except once again, 14-year-old dummy just doesn't think it all through. 14-year-old stoner. Either way, he pisses me off. And so we're back here after that, uh, or the next morning. After that fiasco. Yeah, we're at Kemp Farm. And, of course, Clark is just basically saying, yeah, I just came in late. I was helping Lon at the torch. So he's lying to his parents, didn't tell them what he was doing. And, of course, Jonathan would be pissed that Clark went back to Phelan. And so, don't worry, I think he's out of our lives forever. Clark thinks he's so in the clear. And what happens here, bro? Alright, so we now have the worst cops show up. Is it unannounced if they're cops? No, it's not because they have a warrant. Thoughts? Uh, uh, and they knocked. <laughs> they did. They did not. So I'm not going to say that this is unannounced. The only problem is, okay, Phelan was just now arrested by the cops, we presume. Because I don't know how else you explain how you have those files and the safe is on top of your car. How long do you think you would explain something like that, though? Dude. Maybe like 24, like maybe like a week to be able to get your story clear where somebody a, would believe at you. At least a day, bro. Like, so this at is, the very least. And it's like, how did he get out, out of that? How did he get out of that? So this is next morning. Yeah. Where now the cops show up saying that they have a warrant to be able to search the property of the Kent's home. Mm -hmm. How do you already have a warrant? That means that somebody had to make a phone call during this time. This cannot happen in 12 hours. Law and order has taught me a lot. <laughs> Law and order has taught me this whole scene is bullshit. Yeah, I I don't get it. There's too too fast of a process here. We know the legal system. By the way, we don't even know what the warrant says. They don't even tell us what the warrant says. Of it would tell say us, what it was for. So get this: this black cop here, this uh, this black cop that shows up, he's actually in a lot of DC stuff. Which is what? Random. Yeah. Get this, bro. He, whoa, whoa, whoa! Pause. Yeah. No, no, no. Pause. Keep going, cause it's gonna show him again. But um. Wait, wait. No, no, no. I gotta pause. Tell so, me where. where. So, uh, remember Watchmen. Yeah. When Rorschach goes to prison? Yeah. Grease. He's that guy. What? He's that dude. He's also in Arrow. What? He plays another cop in Arrow for actually a couple episodes. 
What? Yeah, man. Yeah, Black Cop. Um, also in Superman and Lois. Is he labeled as Black Cop and all? No, 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 no. I just labeled him as Black Cop. I forgot. Like, Damn, <laughs> I forgot. So yeah, no, he's in Arrow. He plays a cop. He's a cop in Superman and Lois, and he plays a coach in um. Uh, no, sorry, he plays the coach in Superman and Lois. Let's just say, wait, wait, he's in Superman and Lois? That's going on right now? Yeah. Whoa, yeah, man. that's really cool. He plays a coach. His name is Danny Watley, and he plays a coach in Superman and Lois now, and he played a cop in Arrow. Dude, he's in everything DC. That's Dude, I crazy. bet he's a big uh, nerd. He's got to be a nerd. Oh, you have and to be. And this is just like a dream that he's like, I don't care how small of a part. And I just want to be in the show. Starting with Smallville. And he honestly has not aged a day. When I saw him, I was like, I immediately recognized him. That's awesome. Yeah, That's man. really Man, if I was that guy, I'd be doing the same thing. Yeah. I want to be in all these shows too. Even if it's a cop. Give me coach. Give me coach. You want me black cop? Whoa, wait, whoa, wait. I got to yell at Pete. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> and so apparently, what does this warrant do? So we go ahead and search the farm. What do we find? A whole cold dead body. You know what X-ray vision could solve, Joseph? <laughs> Being able to find a dead body at your farm. That's what X-ray vision would be able to solve. Because after Phil was just hiding in there, Clark doesn't search for anything. <laughs> Clark is the worst. He's not a good investigator. This is why he's not investigator. This is why he is not known as the detective. That's right. That's exactly That's why right. he is not in detective comics. And so, to your point from earlier, everyone knows John's great. Everyone knows that. Yes. This is the worst framing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, what's this body doing in your barn, Jonathan? Now, look. Like I said, it's the worst framing of all time. Yeah. But Jonathan does not make his side convincing at all. If I was that cop, I'd be like, okay, you look guilty as shit. I am taking you out of here. And then no one is even arguing, like, no, you know, like, bro. Okay, yeah. Anyways, and then... The, what the, I love, though, is that Jonathan's like, where'd you find that body? Yeah, I've, I've never seen that body before, I what? swear. Who is that? It's like, that gun? I don't even own a gun. He has, like, a shotgun yeah. in the back. Jonathan, you live on a farm. What do you mean you don't own a gun? Yeah, and so the cop is showing us, like, yeah, we found this gun as well. Okay, where are the fingerprints? Yeah, by the way, that's all I'm asking. sorry, where's my DNA on all this stuff? Can I show... This is early 2000s. You have DNA, you have fingerprinting at the very least. And this Show is, my hand on that gun. And we also get the most genuine reaction, finally, from Clark over a dead body. We haven't seen that in these past episodes. He's just been like, oh, dead body? Oh, dead body? Oh, dead body? But this one, the one that's for the framing? <gasps> dead what, body? What I love is Clark's reaction to the cops. So, you're not going to take him. And he was about to go Brightburn, dude, dude. Clark was about to cross some great <laughs> lines for me. I was hoping we were going to get some Brightburn where he just lifts the cops up. And, dude, he, all he does is just feel guilty because, of course, it's technically his fault. He knows it is. And I love the rage here. Except my problem is what he takes his rage out on is a post in his home. Joseph, someone's going to have to repair that post. And it's not Jonathan. It's Martha. <laughs> or Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's employ Earl again. So yeah, he breaks the post inside the house, and who comes and knocking? This is unannounced for sure. Fallon the night before was caught with the safe in his files. Fallon was able to then make a tip to say that Jonathan has a dead body yeah. and a gun underneath his seat. Fallon then was able to come to the Kent house and then knock on the window and say, Oh, did something happen today? Did I miss something? Look, Clark, you want to make my life difficult? I'm going to make your life difficult. This is what happens when you deal with blackmail. <laughs> 
And it's like, God, this guy sucks. This guy is such a piece of crap. And so, basically, it's just failing going on and on. Like, yeah, see, you don't double-cross me. I double-cross you, It's buddy. been nine hours. How is this possible? I don't get it, bro. And look at this rage. My God, I don't even have the balls to do this when I know what he could do. This guy is out of his mind. He deserves to be in a mental institution. Also, I love that rage. There. We have the first real rage of Clark. Clark here, where he grabs Mel and shoves him up against the post. And it's interesting because this is where Clark is showing a true threatening persona where he's wanting to cross that line, but he knows he can't because Martha raised him too well. That's right. Not Jonathan, Martha. <laughs> but I also want to say this. Felon's little smile here, dude. I'm I'm breaking an arm. I'm breaking an arm. I'm breaking a oh, leg. Does the I'm tired of the back talk from you who has no pictures of me, dude. I'm crushing a leg. I would have snapped both legs. I'll say, hey, drive home, douche. What's weird though about it as well is that even Felon comes up. It's like no. I don't care that you backstab me. You're gonna do one more job for me. My God, it's the stupidest job too. It doesn't make any sense what Why? he has Clark to do. This is the most. Uh, this is how you would get yourself caught quicker than anything else. Right. Is <laughs> what he then has Clark do, which we're not gonna say yet. We're gonna get to. We're now still reflecting because Clark now sees the post of what he shattered. He now realizes he lost that type of control. Mm-hmm. He realizes how easy it can be, too. This scene pisses me off. Like, where yeah. are we at? We're at the torch. Dude, it's been nothing but beanery torch. Beanery torch. Clark's dad was just arrested. Right. What is Clark's first response to do? I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go to school, and I'm going to go to the torch, where Lana just so happens to be there, and she says, I know your father didn't do it. How does everybody know? It's been a total of 10 hours. How does everybody know? The body was just... Nope. They're neighbors. They're ah. neighbors. You're telling me they don't see cop cars from across the street? Sorry, across the grass? How <laughs> early did the cops show up? I need times in this episode. Farm life? I'm assuming it's 8 to 9 a.m. Wouldn't Lana not even go to school? Wouldn't she be wanting to go and check on Clark? <laughs> Wouldn't she be wanting to do that? Yeah, Maybe. All right, so Lana then explains, though, I know that isn't true. This is where it becomes extremely awkward for Taylor. If you're about to have a heart-to-heart, -heart, especially with your crush, is your first thing is, do you think Nell regrets adopting you? That, that is weird. the worst question I have ever heard in my life. Why would you ever word it that way? Why would you ever say it that way? You're a dick. Yeah, it's so weird. And then, but I mean, to the point, she also knows he's adopted as well. So it's like, I get these it. are things they can relate about, and only he can talk to her about stuff like that, and vice versa. So you're saying that I would only understand if I was an orphan. True. All right. So this is just orphan things. This is orphan stuff. All right. You know what? Orphan. We should just. We can't relate. We Taylor. can't relate to the orphanism. Or can we? Are we adopted? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, they basically had this heart-to-heart. -heart. It's not really too anything special other than really... Well, it's oh. them ex her explaining that when she was 10 years old that she ran away to Metropolis somehow where they now had to pick her up. 10 years she old. She remembers because it was snowing this day. Who the hell cares if it was snowing, Lana? Stop bragging. Oh, it's so cold. 
Uh, Nell picks her up, and then Lana's telling the story how it explains that Nell said that adopting her was the best thing of her life, regardless of what scenario happened. So my boy Clark is feeling insecure, man. Exactly because he just thinks that his parents' lives could possibly be easier if he was never a part of it. I just think it was a weird question. I get where I was coming from. It's a weird scene for me overall, though, because. The timing of the day just doesn't make sense. It really Why doesn't. is my first... My dad was arrested. I'm not going to follow him to jail. I need to go to the torch. <laughs> and so, get this. I thought this was pretty funny when he's walking out of here. Notice how, like, Lana breathes in as what? he's leaving. Watch. Wait, It'll wait, all work what? out, Clark. You're fine. What do you mean and how, how she leave? breathes and in? How he leaves? Why she breathe in right there? <laughs> Is it either his cologne or crop dust? She have asthma? Farts? <laughs> no, no. She's smelling his farts? Uh, no, no, she's not smelling. They're farm people. They might like farts. There is a lot of things you keep teaching me every episode <laughs> about the farmer. She said... <sighs> she sniffed hard. Maybe it was just his cologne. That's true. Also... What does this scene remind you of? What this scene reminds me of is that it's too quick for him to be in an orange jumpsuit. Damn right. <laughs> it's literally within 24 hours. Shows up, this is nine hours. You are getting interrogated, if anything. Jacket, everything. There's nobody, no way you are behind anything. bars. Nobody questions anything. My God. He's in jail. And you know what? Clark already has visitation rights. <laughs> like, what is going on? So, yeah, basically, we get to the prison. It's Clark and uh, Jonathan talking behind the glass all over the phone. And basically, Clark is saying, Phelan. It was all Phelan. I lied. I helped him last night. It was his fault. He framed you. I almost lost control. Dad, I almost killed him. I wanted to kill him so bad. All right. Full disclosure. I love this scene with Jonathan. Yeah, it's really good. It is really, really good. He's I'm like, going to give this man the benefit. I'm telling you, he gets better, dude. He gets better. Don't you ever try to tell me no, he gets better. I don't want to listen to this. I'm going to give him this scene. Because instead of him freaking out, what I love is that Jonathan then relates. Mm -hmm. Finally, you Jonathan... You think I don't know about anger? He finally is able to relate to his son, who is so different from him, that this mm -hmm. is a moment where he can finally be a father because he understands what it's like to lose that type of control, mm -hmm. to be that angry. So I actually love this scene because finally Jonathan can do something. And he's like, I can afford to be that angry. You know, I can afford to yes. lose control. I you love cannot. That. Don't, you say you're protecting us, but don't lie to us. That's not protecting. Look, you're the son. You didn't kill him, right? You're already doing better than I thought. And I love it. I'm proud the, of you. And the thing, too, is is that, John, as much as I laugh all the time about Clark hopefully just doing a Hancock and throwing somebody up in the air, it's very true that if Clark ever loses that type of control, somebody's head will explode. Mm -hmm. And you just can't have it. And I love this, too, because it gives me nods Fist to... Bump. Well, that the fist, fist bump. bump, dude. I wanted to put my fist right there. I was like, John, give me that, bro. You were like, dude, I'm gonna do it. I was like, you know how like people look at their picture and want to kiss her. So I was like, give me that fist. You bump, know what? Dude. I'm gonna put. Yeah, we're gonna fist. This reminds together. me a lot about Barry Allen and his dad, Henry Allen, dude. Because obviously Henry's in jail. For yeah, but day. Henry killed his wife. You know what? Henry deserves it. He didn't kill her. I know. Don't even try to get me started. It's reverse. Okay, so don't even. <laughs> I love me some reverse. More than Ian. 
if it was Eobon Thon, oh, oh, don't even get me started on. So after Thon. that, <laughs> after that lovely scene at jail, um, we go back to where Taylor for the fourth time. Man, you really are. We got a beanery episode. Beanery. This is beanery. And then, of course, he sees Clark walking around. A very depressed. Yeah. Where then Lex is running no! out of the beanery to Clark! catch him. He's like, dude, I heard about your dad. I know he didn't do it. How long has it been? He has. Okay. I don't Felon know. Felon was. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back to my timeline here. I'm we sorry. Last night. Last we were night. Last night. So, Felon had the safe dropped on him. He then made the phone call after the cop showed up. He explained himself within 30 minutes. He made the phone call saying Jonathan had a body. Managed to get a dead body John... and a gun. So you're saying it was the same morning of him doing that too? He had to. Who's going to plant it? And also he was even at the farm. I'm going to go with what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So he somehow planted the body and the gun same morning where he then made the tip to the cops. The cops were able to get a warrant within 30 seconds to then go to the Kim farm, to then find the body, where the felon shows up, where Clark then goes to the torch, where then he goes to visit his father in prison, and now he's walking down the street. This is, this this is, is 12 hours. This is literally within 24 hours. It hasn't even reached 24 yet. What is going on? When it reaches 24 is obviously nighttime when he's with Phelan again. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and so, yeah, Lex is just telling him, I heard about your dad. Is he all right? Yeah, he's hanging in there, blah, blah, blah. And so Lex is actually trying to help here. Dude, let me help. I know Phelan. Let, let me try to get him off your back. I know the best lawyers, whatever. And Clark's like, shut up, Lex. Get away from me. I'm not trying to be a buddy right now. Yeah, but hold on. Do you think Clark maybe figures him out a little bit here? What, Lex trying to... Yeah, because he goes, what is he having you, Clark? And then Clark kind of throws in his face, too. You have your own secrets with him. Yeah, and it, it's, it's funny because, again... It seems like that it was Clark catching Lex, mm -hmm. but Clark's so angry, he thinks that maybe he crossed the line because he was yelling at a friend. True. Except Lex did have the alternative motive here. And I kind of like it because this is actually the first time they actually argue a little bit. This is the first time we get a sign of, oh yeah, you have your secrets, I know about you, Lex. I don't talk about it that much because we're friends, but I know which, I know your game sometimes. When he raised his voice to him, where yeah, he it's, does. it's very stern, like, dude, I don't need you right now. Get out of my face. And then so after that, Clark walks away. We are back at the barn. Where he's pouting. Farm. And is this unannounced? It looks unannounced again. How would we not hear Felon's car pull up? Dude. If Clark is in the barn. Also, Lex's car from earlier. How do we not hear that pull up once again? Hold on. Martha's already explained. We never hear Lex's car. <laughs> Martha is already touching. I think them. once it hits like maybe 7 p.m., they go deaf. They, something happens where <laughs> instead of it turning oh, like the rocks, it's like soft sand. That somehow your car can just go over. <laughs> and so now we're back to the felon yeah. being able to threat, threaten more of just the BS towards Clark. Saying, listen, you want to get your father out of jail? Fine. But you're going to do exactly what That's I want right. you to do. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to start whooping you and both of our lives are going to be in hell. Dude, he has nothing. Nothing. He has absolutely nothing and yet... Once again, what does Clark do? Gets in the car and they drive off the farm. But get this, how do they not see him? What how do they not see Lex right here? Joseph, you know why you can't see Lex? Because it's a silver Jaguar <laughs> that's just hanging out of the front Gleaming gate. in the moonlight. Like, Oh my god, it's shining. I can see the glare off of the hood. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so of course, Lex follows them because he knows Phelan would have showed up and Clark would have gone with them. Pretty obvious. And so... 
Where do they get taken? They go to the museum, the gala, once again. Going back to what we said earlier, this is the worst plan. How is your plan when you have somebody like Clark is to go into the gala where there has to be security, there has to be cameras, there has to be alarms. There has to be every type of scenario. There's street recordings. There's street lights. It's like... everything that's going to be able to get you caught. That's what you picked out of everything. And by the way, you drove him to Metropolis. Isn't it a school night? I will say back then. Yeah, exactly. I say back then, you know, it's probably easier for Superman or Clark, I should say, to be doing what he's doing. Bro, you couldn't get away with doing this at all nowadays. Like, there are cameras everywhere. People have their phones out all the time. He would get caught so quick. Everyone would know a secret by like 15 years old. You can never pick up a 14-year-old at 3 a.m. at their <laughs> farm and then take them all the way to Metropolis so then they can help rob a gala museum for you. Look. Or museum gala, whatever you want to call it. Either way, this is where Clark is like, what am I supposed to do? Rip the metal off of it. That's why I have you here is so that you could cut the alarm system. So, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, so basically, is what so is going stupid. on here, they're planning the worst heist ever. This is the worst heist. And so, Joker had a better heist in Dark Knight than what I am seeing here. It's true. He had it so much more planned out. This is truly a felon thing going, you know what I've never done before? Rob a gala. Mm-hmm. Like, what is I it? wanted to pick up my retirement package. Also, how did Clark assume he knew the it was the breastplate? Well, no, I think he, he did. He literally says... The breastplate? How does he know that? Is that because Clark would want to steal that too? Probably. Yeah, and to your point, wouldn't the jewelry section that Aunt Nell was in be more valuable? Yeah, what is the breastplate? Like, it's from, but yeah, Alexander the Great from Macedonia. Cool. Like, but the jewelry section in a museum I mean, it would is be... embezzled with a lot of jewels. And it is armor, so it's most likely made out of, like, certain metals that's pretty rare. All right, so can we also get to this other idea of the plan, please? So yeah, let's let's just brush over real quick. We had we had Clark basically going to the electrical system, failing cuts to security and the lights, and basically calls in a bomb threat. Clark says, "How do we get rid of the security guards?" Failing says, "Don't worry, I already got that covered. Don't worry about it." <laughs> what is this? What type of plan is this, dude? It's insane. And so. Lex is there, obviously. They're just realizes... outside. Joseph, they're just outside of the museum. They were... They're, they're 10 feet away. Away? Yeah. And it's in the newspaper. A bomb threat? Oh, I'll go to, I'll go across the street. I'll go across the street. I'll go across the street. Not I, won't that it's in the building. I won't need to get picked up or anything. Yeah, I'm going to tell them it's across the street. Mom, I'm not gonna tell them Mom it's in the can you come pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> um, and so Lex, they notice, or the cops, the security, whatever, Lex notice there is a package in the newspaper box across the street so they think oh this is the bomb and so we have back in here in the museum everyone's out it's dark clark is now breaking open the case of the breastplate and so this is what phelan wants he wants the breastplate this is a retirement package and so clark easily where do you even sell that who are you gonna sell that to if you're felon who are you selling that to remember he's an idiot like what and so back outside we have lex <laughs> unboxing the bomb it's the bomb, supposed bomb, and all it is is just a clock with a ticker and a timer. That's all. And so he tosses it at them. Clearly, it's not a bomb. And I love, again, Clark with the genius move. I love it. Well, this is so silly to me. It, it, no, the whole thing is silly. And it's weird how Clark can, you know, he freaks out at first and is so caught up. And then he realizes, like, okay, I can easily get out of this. Like, dude, 
Oh, now let me no. use my x-ray vision once again whenever I just need to, whenever I start thinking of it. Oh, my God. We'll never be a team. Tosses that bag, bro. You Over. like how, this is why you can never trust a guy like Felon, though. You like how Felon's like, oh, I can't wait to do more of these type of jobs. Dude, you're like the worst scumbag anyone has ever seen in their life. So you were to take that breastplate. Right. You were to then take those jewels, and in the end, you're going to what? Then do more jobs with Clark? You guys are going to be the best villain duo together? This is the worst plan I have ever seen in my life from a guy who's already supposed to be crooked. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And so Clark basically realizes that security and Lex are outside. He tosses the bag through the window with the breastplate so that it's secure with them. You might be able to explain the safe, Phelan, but your fingerprints are all over that breastplate. But we're not going to explain the fingerprints on the gun for Jonathan. We're my just going to book his ass. Again, oh they just brought up fingerprints. Dude, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And he says, you might, now, this part, I really like. You might be strong, but you're not bulletproof. And this is why it's crazy. I hate this part. No, no, no. I hate this part. Why? Why doesn't he let it hit him? He doesn't know if he can dodge, or he, he doesn't know he can take bullets. I know. So why don't you put your hand up there? Why would he risk it? It's his hand. Dude, imagine, look, he, he knows he's going to be fine. It's his hand. He knows the only thing that has hurt him is Krypton. He stuck his hand into a wood chipper, Joseph. Look, it was look. a wood chipper. But see, when you're thinking, look, think about guns. I'm thinking so. of multiple saws going at a high rate speed where if anybody puts a hand into a wood chipper, then everything is going to turn into dust. Look. What the hell are you talking about? That it's that is less worse and less risky than him putting his hand up there to see what it would do with the bullet. I understand that. I don't think you do. But look, he clearly doesn't know if he's bulletproof. Yeah, he's had he stopped a truck, he or sorry, a bus. He stopped the wood chipper. But look, he's clearly scared. He has no idea. He can dodge it. He shoved his hand in a wood Also, didn't last episode you say he wasn't fast enough? He's too fast? You're telling he's dodging a bullet right now. No, no, no. I actually think he's too fast for this scene, too. Oh you want my, my honest God. opinion on it? So I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to stick to my overall art. It's too quick. Too fast. And this is why. Joseph, he's like doing this with the bullet. If you can't see me, I'm sorry. But it's like a head back. What? What? Whoa. Whoa! He's like going back and forth with his head as if it's like a wave type thing with him. It's too quick! That's not what you're supposed to do! If anything, move out of the way, which is his first response. Let the bullet go by, but instead, no. Let's go to the other side. Oh, I can't see the bullet on the I don't know why he moves twice. Thank you! Why does why he do it? Twice. That's the only problem I have with it, but like I said, he doesn't, if he did do his hand, because... Just put the hand up. Imagine, he's a 14-year-old Put dude. the hand up. If he put the hand up, imagine if it cut blood. Imagine, though. And then now blood is exposed, people have his blood. Think about that. Okay, I don't want to hear anything. He stuck his hand into a wood chipper. Hey, look, man. He stopped a bus. Yeah, so what? It's not a bullet. I, all I know is there is no way in hell that you can never convince me he's not going to try. <laughs> I just, like... Bro, this he immediately the, shoots at the cop. Yes, like, it's not even a thing of, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna start firing at the cops and like, everybody that's showing up. He didn't shoot at the cops that once earlier. But yeah, so, and what does Lex do as he gets failing before he dies? Tell me what you had on Clark. That's all he cares Tell about. Tell me what you had on Clark. It's all he ever wanted in life. And he, what does he say? Go to hell. Well, it's just funny because even when Felon is dying, 
Fallon is the greatest black male person on planet Earth because no matter what, he won't reveal what he has on others. That's, That's only right. for him to have. It's all him, bro. It's all him. I, I will appreciate that about I him. I do, too. I'll appreciate that about him. I'm like, you know what? Okay. You know what? You may have saved yourself because you just died right now, but... Um, but that's why he has the villain name of blackmail. True. Because he is the only one that is able to do it. And then so after that, Phelan looks like he dies. And the gala, the museum Shot safe, in the chest. Shot in the chest. And so we are back at the farm. John talks about, hey, I'm clear off the murder charges. <laughs> Should have been. Just out of random normal. All right, walking through the door. Everything's good. We're cool. Yeah. And then, of course, Clark is like, oh, I should just stop using my gifts. It's going to get everyone in trouble. It's like, dude. Just, Martha and Jonathan. And then Jonathan, the what did he say? Just use some caution, man. You're all right. Live just, your life. Just be careful. Yeah, stop being loosey goosey with things. And see, Jonathan. Tighten it up. Jonathan had a good episode this time, bro. All yeah. right. He started out just being the same normal Jonathan. Yeah. But I'm actually going to give him the benefit when it came to the anger portion. Oh. All right. All okay. right. So, next scene, we are we back go. at Torch. This might be the possibly the best scene of the of the episode clark i mean like clark chloe, chloe and lana chloe comes in basically already oh sorry it's kwan kwan comes in first well lana's here and i like lana's move she said she puts a headline kwan crushes freedom of speech on the uh school article and of course he she says hey if it's all your criteria you wanted you wanted school stuff you wanted a new story i put it there i mean that's all. And she's like, oh, you wanted me to get uh, Chloe back and a uh, new editor? It's like, look, I'm just doing what you told me to do, man. You gave me editor. I, I'm telling you, it's, it deals with a student, and there's no mutants in sight. What do you have to do? And well, then, of course, he's like, all right, well, I don't know. I did this because it's the right thing to do. That's what Lana says. So with Quan, Quan's such an asshole. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, my God. Because here's the thing. Oh, no, they wrote a bad article about me. Now I can't handle it. Now I have to give the paper back to her. Quan mm -hmm. is such a freaking titty baby. <laughs> Maybe if Quan were to actually respect what he said, he would have laughed at Lana's article and been like, Haha, yeah, it's all right. I'll give, I'll give you one. You know Principal's not going to do that shit. Why though? not? He's already been trying to fire everybody because they just step out of line or they just say things that he doesn't like. You no, know, for a town that's all in their own little world, Quan sure does care a lot. Quan's from out of town. That's the problem. Remember, he's new. This is his first year. Oh. And he's already trying to make a splash. I am not a Quan fan. This is what Quan did deserve, is to be a first-year principal and to then get bashed in the paper. That's true. And so as they're basically arguing about that, Chloe's obviously there eavesdropping Because Chloe's been eavesdropping. She's been standing outside of the torch room been, like, every single day. Quan all That's around the school. all she's been doing. I'm going to get you. <laughs> la, 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 la. Hitting, like, the lockers, like, rubbing, like, saw or something, like, against it. <laughs> Quan! <laughs> And so, um, and so basically she's just saying, I can work on the passion. I can work on, you know, what my filters are and such. And so Quan facts, basically... Not yeah, facts, not fiction. Facts, not fiction. And that's, you know what? You can't really argue with That's fine. And of course, I think Chloe still puts in little blurbs here and How there. How do I know Pete's dating advice is fact, huh? And so, yeah. And so, <laughs> and so Quan basically says, okay, you got it, Chloe. And Lana says, congratulations, you deserve it. Because Lana is an angel and is always so nice, even though she got shit on earlier. Anyways, Chloe says, I'm really sorry. I'm positive. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you get away with that crap. Here's the problem, Lana. I don't like that she interrupts when Chloe has her moments with Clark. Oh, my I God. I can't do this. You think she's doing that on purpose? 
In a way. Chloe would do that on purpose. Oh, well, to Dutch, she Lana. deserves that right. But Lana does not do that on purpose. Don't you dare talk about it. You know what? I love me some Lana. I'm just saying, man. Chloe rubs off on me in a great way. All right. Now we need to get to the real good part here. Yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Come on, dude. All right. All right. So, Clark, I mean, sorry, Chloe and Lana, basically, Chloe's apologizing. And she's just like, I'm sorry, it's just, you know, the torch is, like, my thing. And, of course, me and Clark, this is, like, the only thing we have together. And so you realize that is really special to her. She loves Clark. And well, these Lana's are... response is, so you, did you think that I was going to try to take or cut you out of Clark's life? Chloe, her reaction is her trying not to cry right now, which I love. Oh, and, both of them and are La trying not to cry. And Lana's saying that I would never stand between you and Clark. And she goes, oh, no, don't worry about it. There's nothing between us. We're just good friends. I love Chloe. Chloe's question, right? How about After you? saying that, how about you? How about you? And she, this is like her moment. She needs to know. Like, I need to know right now from you. But the, the one who has a boyfriend. But the problem is, is that both women say the same thing here. Mm -hmm. So now it is like... Well, shit, do both of them like him? Do both of them feel the same way? And yeah. now they're just at a conflict because they don't want to step on any other toes? The problem is only one of them has a boyfriend! Yep. And of course, even Lana's getting teary-eyed here. Same thing. We're just we're just friends. Lana should step to the side. Yep. Lana should cut Clark away. And I'm glad we got that out of the way. Dude tough to watch it's man great it was such a good scene and see now well and i love chloe's and they bond well chloe's by well let's see what you've screwed up since i've been gone i i love that that's such a chloe little backhanded mm -hmm. we're friends because i don't have any friends so this oh, is she how i can in everyone so everyone's fair game to her oh <laughs> <Pete> Clark, <laughs> she bashes him every episode and so and so now we get a really good scene oh, at the love end. i put i put favorite part and at the end we're back at the lex mansion Victoria's like, oh, oh, and what is Lex looking at? Security footage of the museum from this night? It's from this it's night? From, it's from or this the night before? Night night before? Because they were at the torch just now. So yeah, it's so it night. had to be night before. It had to be night before. And so we're at the, the night after uh, Lex is obviously with Victoria. Victoria's like, can you come hold to on, bed? Hold on, hold on. You looking at uh, security footage or you going to bed? Oh, I'm looking at security footage. Oh, no, I'm going to bed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victoria, no, 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 Victoria the way she comes up to me is like, hey, yeah. you want to come to bed? Like, yeah, I'm done looking at this blurred image <laughs> in the security footage. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, basically Lex is looking at the security footage of the museum of a blur. And the blur is a very big thing that will come later on in the show, as most people will know. And so he's focusing in. He says, Victoria, I'll be there in a second. And so he's looking in. And where does it end? Where does he pause it? right as the speedster or whatever the blur is paused in a frame in a still and he's like oh i need to know is this clark so he probably thinks it's clark already but he needs facts he needs to see the face if clark is that fast then and this is why i have the problem house party at the little place whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. then he wouldn't come up on camera you think so yes if he is that quick to be able to dodge a bullet and look at each of the side of the bullet and then pick up a vase as he's turning around. It would be too quick for somebody to then see a blur. That is my argument to this. Come at me, bro. I just think that it's too fast. You wouldn't be able to have any type of footage of you but then. even Flash can be seen in camera, You bro. wouldn't be able to have a type of footage of it. You wouldn't be able to take a picture of it. What about uh, The Incredibles, Dash? Dash is too quick. 
but he's still seen moving. You can still see the yeah, little oh, bit moving, on. dude. So yeah, that's what the the show ends on. Lex, of course, is just researching and clearly getting more obsessed with the the mythology of Clark. He wants, to, he needs to know more, and so that's how it ends. And that's our ending right there. And of course. That's really it. By the way, can I just say this? I love going rogue. I love the filler (laughs) Tuesday. I love this. So was it Clark that went rogue? No. I think it was Lana that went rogue. I think Lana... No, actually, Whitney. He's not even in the show. Yeah, but it's because (laughs) we're going to find out next time when he has issues going on. He does have issues going on. And you know what? I don't like those issues either. It's, It's pretty tough. Usually, I hate Whitney. I understand Whitney. Yeah, man. Yeah. It sucks. But, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. I would give this, I would give this episode 6.5. Yeah, I'm going to say this is probably, no, I'm actually going to give it a little bit more. I'll give it about a 7, a 7.5. This is kind of on pace for me with Cassandra. Okay. Where I think, I I would say that maybe I even like this, probably it's, I'm going to put 7.6 on it. Just because it's a slightly bit better episode, only because of the Chloe and Lana. Mm-hmm. The scenes with Chloe are gold. They really Once are. Once again, I understand how she convinced girls to follow her. Yeah. I would put a ribbon around my neck, too. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put a ribbon. Watch the documentary, bro. <laughs> Watch it. And so, uh, only other fun facts I had was that Kelly Brook, who is the new Victoria Hardwick, the GF, she's going to be in a couple more episodes now. I can't wait. Um, she's actually an Italian job. She plays uh, Seth Green's Lyle's girlfriend. I can't remember if it's like when? just like one little part. Hold I think on, it's that doesn't make any part. sense. What do you mean? Seth Green never had a girlfriend in it. It's probably at the end. Oh, where it was the speakers blowing her clothes off. That was that was her, dude. We're watching Italian job. And then another one, Evangeline Lilly. You know her? I do. Ant Man. She was in the teaser for the episode when it was airing. She was one of the watchers. She, in this? she was one of the observers at the uh, gala at the beginning. She's only in the teaser though. She's I don't think she's in the episode. How's it Evangeline Lily? Just a small little teaser. This was thing. her actual first little side role. What the hell? And just a tease. She will make an actual appearance in an episode later this season. Whoa! She's very young. That's actually her first yeah. like major she's gotta be really little young TV in role, but that's all I got, man, uh, other than the Black Cop from all those DC things, and that's it. You had anything else? Uh, no, uh, just that I'm going to blackmail you because I got a lot of photos of you. Sweet. <laughs> sweet. Well, sweet, man. We're done there. This was Rogue for this week, and actually this week again. We're going to do it. No, 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 this week. Yeah, we're Rogue. We're, we're Rogue this week. We're Rogue this week, so we will be dropping another one uh, for Shimmer this week as well, so stay tuned for that. Peace out. Negative comments, five stars.